Bob Brandt, Principled Man The 4th of July is the Michael Bay of American holidays. It's big, it's loud, and it's dumb. Like Michael Bay, though, I see what the 4th of July is trying to do. I get it. It's not high art. It's here to make America go ooh and ah and who knew robots could be racist. And it does its job admirably. The fourth runs contrary to my sensibilities. It's over the top, and I like to think of myself as a bit more reserved. I'm more of a Woody Allen than a Michael Bay. More Annie Hall than Transformers 4 explode all the things. I gotta say, though, I love the 4th of July. I love cookouts on the deck and bocce in the backyard and losing fingers to illegal fireworks. It's good times for everyone involved. Everyone who still has their fingers, anyway. Despite my love of the 4th of July, though, I haven't celebrated it for probably 5 or 6 years now. Now, now, I know what you're thinking. Pat Rafferty hates America, Pat Rafferty doesn't support our troops, Pat Rafferty was an inside job. But before you get your pitchforks and torches, seriously, why do you guys even have torches? Let me clarify. While I haven't celebrated the 4th of July in years, what I have been celebrating is the 3rd of July. Uh, what? Sure, the 3rd of July is a lesser-known holiday, and strictly speaking, it's not even a holiday. But in Brant Rock, Massachusetts, the 3rd of July is the 4th of July. Brant Rock is a small town about an hour south of Boston. If you've ever been to Cape Cod, you've driven past the exit for Brant Rock and never given it a second thought. It's a little blue-collar town at the base of the white-collar Cape. And boy, do they know how to party. I found out about the Brant Rock 3rd of July celebrations a few years ago when my college friend Andy invited the old college crew, note we did not row crew, out to his mom's place in Brant Rock. The 3rd of July, we all said? Yes, the 3rd, Andy said. You'll see. While I'm not sure when the 3rd of July turned into a thing in Brant Rock, I think I have a pretty decent guess as to how it turned into a thing. As is often the case with any ridiculous and borderline dangerous small-town tradition, the Brant Rock 3rd of July celebrations were motivated by televised sports, laziness, a beer run, and a father trying to prove to his kids he's the coolest dad on the block. Let's flash back to some weekend, say 15 years ago, some guy, let's call him Bob Brant of Brant Rock, wanted to relax with a couple beers and watch the Red Sox game. Unfortunately for Bob, his plan had a flaw. He was beerless. And, Massachusetts being Massachusetts, you're not allowed to buy alcohol until noon on Sunday. Because, I don't know, Jesus probably. Rather than just wait until noon, Bob instead elected to load the kids into the pickup truck and to drive to New Hampshire to purchase booze. Sure, it didn't make any sense, but it's the principal, goddammit, Bob muttered to his wife on his way out the door. Just over the New Hampshire-Massachusetts border are two things. A giant liquor store and a giant fireworks store. After a quick run to the former, Bob's kids insisted he visit the latter. $50 worth of fireworks later, Bob was headed back to Brant Rock. Flash forward a few weeks to the 3rd of July. Bob, not wanting to deal with sitting in traffic for two hours each way just to see some stupid fireworks in Boston on what should be his day off, decided to beat America's birthday to the punch and put on his own fireworks show a day early. Armed with a couple beers and $50 worth of fireworks, Bob headed down to the beach, his kids following behind him, each recruiting other neighborhood kids along the way to watch their dad set off fireworks. Like the Pied Piper of Brant Rock, by the time Bob got down to the beach, he had quite the following. 
kids and parents included. Bob's fireworks show went off splendidly. Sure, it was only about ten minutes long, and sure, the big finale was just a Roman candle and six bottle rockets all lit simultaneously with a cigarette, but it had spirit. Besides, what Bob's show lacked in size, it made up for in proximity. Even the smallest fireworks show seems huge when it's 25 feet away and could potentially shoot out your eye if something goes wrong. The following day, the 4th of July proper, all the town kids were talking about was how cool Mr. Brant was when he set off the fireworks on the beach. Nobody cared about the fireworks in Boston anymore, and to Bob's surprise, he actually enjoyed the attention. So, over the course of the following year, whenever Bob had an opportunity to buy fireworks out of state, he did. Here's the thing, though. So did Carl down the street, and Steve from around the corner, and the O'Connolly brothers. And sure enough, next year's 3rd of July was definitely longer than 10 minutes and cost more than $50. And so it will forever be. So there you have it. The fictitious history of the Branch Rock 3rd of July fireworks spectacular-ish. Every year it grows more and more elaborate. More dads, more beer, more fireworks. This year, one of the dads hired a live band for some pre-fireworks entertainment. They were pretty good. Kind of old. Kind of a dad band, but that's to be expected. I've always loved a good fireworks show. There's something very American about setting off explosives just for the sake of setting off explosives. Particularly if those explosives were made in China. And inexplicably named. America was founded on the idea of bigger and louder and more on fire, and the 4th of July honors that legacy. And the 3rd of July in Brant Rock, Massachusetts, takes that legacy and blows it up.